Chunaboot. Hello, and here we are with Chunaboot again. Hey! It's, way, it's, uh, it's me, Liam. I'm introducing this this time. Uh, <laughs> and uh, with me is Dougal. Hello. Unless you want to introduce yourself, Dougal. No, you've done a fab job, mate. Thank you. And also we have the lovely Louise sitting here keeping us in check. A regular feature on the podcast these days. <laughs> <laughs> You're right to say hi. Hi, I do leave the house. I just, I, I'm not just now, no judgment. <laughs> Louise, you're basically, we're basically auditioning you for the new gym at the moment because he's still stuck in Kirkcaldy. And uh, I like it. You stay quiet. You let us go on with it. And you just jot in when you've got something to say. Jim just... just occasionally wave. Yeah, and waving, which obviously translates to podcasts really well, which is always good. (laughs) Significantly less piss breaks as well. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that the podcast last week went really well. Our first half of uh, our first half of our transmit guide. So I'm going to say that this week we're mm-hmm. sponsored by Transmit. No way. Yeah, we are. We are now the uh, the official. You can't see the little air bracket, the little air bunny <laughs> fingers, and it. The official companion podcast to Transmit for this, which is fantastic. Well, I'll tell you now that I did not see that coming no they they honestly they they loved it uh mr mr transmit joff ellis jeff ellis no uh, uh, you joking me i thought i thought it was mr t transmit oh it no that was that's that's his uh that's his brother's name oh right okay that's nice dedicating his festival to his brother it is really nice isn't it yeah mr so uh old joff jeff joff slash jeff ellis Ever you say he 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 got on the blower the other day, got mm-hmm. up to me and he was like, "Hey man, uh, listen to your first uh, the first bit of your podcast that you sent through to me, um, in that little break you guys took, and I loved it. So, uh, yeah, here's you know, you've paid for your ticket. Ah, next year we'll get you in. Next year we'll get you in. He said. So our our official sponsorship starts this year and it continues. Uh, into next year so uh, it's not contract it's it's a, a gentleman's agreement which was very nice of him uh, because he knows I don't like signing contracts we've we've got history and yeah it's really it's 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 super nice of him so I'm I'm really really just uh, blown away by all the support everyone who's been getting in touch thank you so much for the feedback it's been uh, it's been we've been blown away by the last week and to be the official transmit podcast is just it's phenomenal out of this world it's i i had hopes but i never saw it coming and i don't want to get emotional on the cast that's not what it's about no so yeah you know it just it just speaks in volumes that the one week that jim's away we do well you're damn right it speaks in volumes. <laughs> <laughs> that bloody Jim's been holding us back. He's a... Uh, yeah, keep him, Kirkcaldy. That's what I say. <laughs> On with the show. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, last week we did uh, Friday 
and the a bit of a a bit of a laugh about starting off the festival. Any of the bands on Friday that we might have mentioned, we've got a playlist that's going to be up on our Spotify. Um, I'll post the link to the playlist with the episode and I'll post it separately on our Instagram so you can find it on there and our Facebook. Please have a listen. I'll try and uh, mention some of the songs we're doing today because we realised that we didn't do that last time. <laughs> and let's shoot on with it. Here we fucking go. So before we hit, before love it, well done. <laughs> uh, before before we hit those Saturday feelings, we wanted to we wanted to bring it back a bit and chat a bit about the uh, the food situation because festival food's an interesting one. Tea in the park usually had pretty good trucks, but I was just having a I was having a think over the past week there, Liam. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, just wanting any. Do you have any? What's the What's the ideal festival food like for the middle of the day? You're wanting something to make your brain a little less sloshy, but you're, you know, not not enough that's gonna make the next pint be the be the day ender. Well, so are we talking in terms of you're already at transmit or before you go to transmit? Well, we can we can start at the beginning. Breakfast. What's the best breakfast to set you up? Fry up. Easy. Fry up. Yeah. Big old fry up. Yeah. But then you've got the you've got the toilet situation with the fry up again. Bang out a couple coffees. Bang out a couple coffees. Have your fry up. Have a couple fags if you smoke. Get it out your system before you even step out the flat. Because if if you don't smoke, all you need to do is chew an entire pack of chewing gum. It's got laxative effects. That's it. So maybe maybe for health reasons, because we're already condoning binge drinking and eating lots of fried food. <laughs> we'll say uh, so bang a couple of coffees. Have your fry up. Pack it a chuggy. There you go. <laughs> Ready for the day. I've not heard someone call it chuggy in ages. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah. Right, you, you want you want to have like a proper full stomach. Cereal is not going to cut it. Nah, you need starchy goodness. You know what? If, if you're wanting something lighter, something like a bacon roll, vegan bacon roll if you're vegan, but just something where it's a little bit of kind of protein... And a little bit of carbohydrates. You you just need you need a bit of something, and especially because once you get in there, the money that you're going to spend is way way high. Mm-hmm. It's not the best mm-hmm. way that I could have uh, put together that sentence, but you know what I mean. It's way way high. And it's way way, way, way high. high money. <laughs> I way way high money. Much money. <laughs> much much money. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah 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 no I agree I agree and I think if you've got obviously with transmit you're staying in a place if you're at other festivals sometimes you can't bring in barbecues or a wee stove or something but whenever we've had a wee stove it is literally bong as much food as you possibly can because there's a good chance you might not eat for the rest of the day yeah. you should but there's always a chance you won't especially when you get like lineups where it's band after band after band and you're just yeah, like you yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I am just going to wait until the next band comes on I'm not going to bother going out because I know mm-hmm. that if I don't get back in I'm not going to get a spot like it's yeah. worth just piling it all in start of the day and then going because you always yeah. get food after especially yeah you're going to be going in Glasgow if you're at Transmit as well so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there'll be the food trucks in the actual festival as well that'll have a lot of food yeah in them I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I still don't know if I've found the perfect middle of the day festival food. Because sometimes, like, it's always 
I mean, I had one year at Belladrum where I was absolutely fucking wasted mm-hmm. at about five in the afternoon, and I had the best burger of my life to keep me going, and that felt like the best idea I've ever made. Again, it's just it's not going to be a healthy weekend. No, I do I do feel like that a burger and or hot dog is mm-hmm. the best option because it's something that chips are always good. Chips are always good, but I think we spoke about this in between the episodes. I said it like that because it, they did both happen today, but also it's two weeks apart. One week. <laughs> one week apart. <laughs> Don't shatter the facades, Liam. <laughs> <laughs> Getting real on this episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do. I do feel. I forgot what the train of thought was. Burgers and chips. Chips not being enough. Chips. Yeah, no, no, not not chips not being enough. Chips being. Your late night snack. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's one way you want to save that for later, because mm-hmm. you're always going to enjoy your chips. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a good dinner. I we I've never really eaten much when we've been at Benny or Lollapalooza because well maybe more at Lollapalooza but at Benny we were always there so late, and we'd yeah. eaten pretty much all day barbecuing. Is there a favorite festival food you've had? A hundred percent. What now, was it? I can't. I, I feel like it was Benny, might have been Lollapalooza, one of the two over the last few years, but it was a pork belly baguette, and it had all the sauce on it, the sweet chilli, and it was fucking unreal. It was so fucking, because I'd, see, I'd seen this pork um, pork uh, food truck, and I was just like, oh, that'd be pretty good, I can get like a wee hot dog or some sausages or bacon or something like that and I went over and like it was a bit more expensive but it was just pork belly in a baguette and you got whatever sauce you wanted on it and I was just mm-hmm. like that is everything I want right now mm-hmm. Belladrum's a festival I've been to a long time spoke about it on the podcast many a times one of my favourites and mm. the food there is always phenomenal they have mm. so good food there was there used to be and I can't remember the year it stopped being there but there used to be like a Chinese place and yeah. it was insane. I never knew how good Chinese food could be in a tent at three in the morning until I had that experience. <laughs> um, they have uh, Johnny Baghdad, who does his halloumi truck every year, which is fucking awesome. <laughs> a big old halloumi truck, and it's just halloumi. Uh, they have a strawberries place that just does like strawberries and ice cream, which is a perfect sort of lovely mm-hmm. palate cleanser in the afternoon. But there's Absolutely. two... There's two. I spoke about that burger. The burger wasn't impressive itself. There's three places at Belladrum that have saved my life. Mm-hmm. More than once. The first is the hog roast. And if you if at Transmit there's a hog roast fan doing a monster burger, you got to get it. Because it's just pig on pig on pig with some cheese on top. And it's fucking out of this world. <laughs> it's amazing. And it's, like, it's just like... It's pulled pork. <laughs> With some bacon, some black pudding scattered in there, and then you get it. You can bear. I mean, it barely functions as a burger. The role that it's in is, you know, for for show more than anything. It doesn't hold. Get yourself a knife and a fork to go with that bad boy. But it's fucking awesome. Then, clocking in at number two is the mm-hmm. uh, venison sausage roll place at Belladrum, which is amazing. One pound for a venison sausage roll. One pound? Uh, yeah. Get, oh. <laughs> get there, get to 
right at the end of the night before the headliner just after it or it is i have came back into consciousness snacking on those sausage rolls more times than i can tell you and this is number one's the perfect end of day food when you've kept yourself nice and full you're full of beer as well there's one thing that you never go wrong with and it's my top belladrum pick and if there's a place that does it there it transmit that's where everyone should go it's a company called the really garlic company and it's garlic bread cheesy garlic bread it's a half baguette garlic bread and by christ it's the best thing i've ever tasted <laughs> it's so good and like that is the end of the night i've got two pound fifty left on me bam a couple of them again quite cheap take them back to the tent and just sit there and gorge and i've never been happier I've also never been with Ali. I don't know how she'll feel about me having humming garlic breath when we go to bed, but uh, <laughs> she's going to have to deal with it because that, that garlic bread, man. It's fine. You'll have eaten so much chewing gum at the start of the day. <laughs> <laughs> My breath will be fresh for weeks. Three days of constant chuggy. Chugging. <laughs> um, so... Before we get on to the bands for the Saturday Sunday Doodle, I just wanted to ask if there's anything that you've previously done at festivals that you would highly recommend not doing. I would definitely say if there's any bits of uh, like entertainment and stuff and there's uh, Zorbing there, you know when you get the big bowl and they had a big ball when you're at Bella and they had the wee paddling pool mm-hmm. and you could all go on it. Uh, when everything's closed don't go swimming in that paddling pool because it's very very cold <laughs> uh, i don't nice. know what else there's there's um, i mean you know don't get drunk decide you're going to get a piercing and then just leave your group for hours and not also get the piercing because uh if you do it and get your piercing at least you've got like something to remember that by yeah but if you're just if you just disappear for ages not a good story. <laughs> don't don't split up with your group without an exit strategy. Get the landmark and that's where you meet. Absolutely. And make sure that you have that landmark. You've all stood beside it. You can see all the stages and it's not like, oh, we'll go to that flag. Because there's like a million flags. You know, what flag do you mean? Or yeah. like, And never go, oh, we're going to stand... See that guy that's in the gorilla costume? We'll go and stand next to him. Because you've made the <laughs> fatal flaw of trusting a human to not move. And uh, uh, humans have this irritating ability to move consistently. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, want, you want to pick something that is geolocated to one yeah. point. Yeah, uh, yeah. We have a tree in Benicassim that we all go to every year. And you will, you will always find someone there. Mm-hmm. Transmit... Yep. We're going to have to find our new tree. We are. I mean, at Bella, it's always the main stage has like a bunch of, it has big stairs coming down and then it's got a bunch of, uh, I don't know, balcony sort of style bits. Mm-hmm. There are not balconies. They're just grass slopes, really. But there's always the bottom one, like right in the middle. There's always going to be someone from our group there that you're going to find. Nine times out of ten, it'll be Scotty. Five times out of ten, he's going to be passed out. But there's always <laughs> going to be someone there. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you've got the exit plan because you're gonna get if you're especially like this guy that we're talking to right now, Mister uh, Liam. He is a nightmare if you go take it <laughs> with him because he, there is gonna be a point where, without much warning, 
he's going to disappear. And I've known this man to walk back by himself in the pitch black in Paris with sunglasses on, so he can't see a thing. And if you're not going to wear sun cream, bring after sun, because not everyone brings after sun, because most of them bring sun cream. In a world of guys who bring sun cream, bring after sun. <laughs> on that note, shall we go on to the music? Uh, so we're on we're on Saturday here, and I think I was saying um, in the last in the last week break we've had between these recordings that there's you know the Fridays there's some good bands on the Friday but for and I'm not nothing against the bands that are playing on the Friday but there's definitely some some big guns coming out on the Saturday and Sunday that really do hit home mm-hmm. so like starting off the river stage uh, I don't know much about people I'm kind of interested in Theo Bleak because I think it's a really bleak way to start the day but yeah. it's like oh Theo Bleakcraft's brutally honest, delicately presented lyrics and tender vocals arranged over nostalgic 90s inspired guitars. That sounds good. That does sound sound really interesting. Yeah. Mm. Then after Theo Bleak, this is a band that I was listening to. It's a band called Spires. And they, they, them has given me some heavy sort of uh, pop punk girl band style stuff going on here. I'm noticing a couple of books where there are female singers in it. Uh, they've got a song called Other Side that I've been listening to and um, I'm in. I'm totally in. I'm going to see them. Like, I yeah. think they sound fucking fantastic. They're one that I'm going to get the album looked up and listen to a bit more. Yeah. Spires, I've never really listened to. I've heard of, though. Uh, it might just be from other festival lineups again. Mm. But Louise is a big fan. Loving those, uh, loving those vibes. The Spires... Uh, yeah, nice. Yeah, got a bit of a good. got a bit of a similar music taste, me and you, Louise. Sometimes, don't we? <laughs> yeah, it's those fem vibes. It's the the female artists. Yeah, before. exactly. I love it. No, it's they're they're yeah. I'm down for that. Anyone else from the River Stage K taking your fancy there, Liam? Um, actually, not particularly. But again, Louise has got another recommendation from the River Stage. Oh. Yeah, I do. I'm a massive fan of the singer Baby Queen. She's really cool. All right. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know what sort of vibes she is. She's kind of like pop, electronic. She does a lot of like that speaking stuff that like both Alice would do. Mhm. Yeah. I, there's actually there was a song that I was just like, yeah, it's giving me big both Alice vibes. It's like don't forget the kisses. Don't delete the kisses. Don't yeah, that. The kisses. <laughs> <laughs> that, but uh, that's her kind of like whole kind of style, and it works really fucking well. Like Louisa showed me a few of her music videos, um, and you know what? Actually, quite a big fan. That's as long cool. as there's as long as there's no massive headliners. We're going to see Baby Queen though. Yeah, that mm. has I been, recommend. That's been decided. Mm. Well, I don't know though because uh, the main stage. We'll figure it out. Uh, we'll figure yeah. it out. We'll figure it out. The band called... Uh, there's a song called Summertime that I was listening to by Lucia and the Best Boys as well. Don't mm. remember much of the song, but uh, I quite enjoyed it. Again, guitar. Female mm-hmm. singer with a uh, guitar on the back. There's clearly there's clearly a theme going on here with the stuff I like, man. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's actually, the more I look at it, I'm quite interested in that Theo Leak as well. That's quite an interesting wee stage. Mm-hmm. 
Um, uh, which is kind of cool. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, the Chubby and the gang as well. Um, I've heard of them, and I was looking at their wee bio, and it's kind of it's kind of piqued my interest. So it'll be a bit of hardcore slash pub rock slash doo wop and blues. Sounds cool. Yeah. The King, yeah, the King Tuts is. I've listened. Um, I listened to the Murder Capital. They've yep. got quite punky vibes going on, which I quite liked. I think they reminded me a bit of a, almost a bit like a softer Idols style thing. Okay, which was quite interesting. I could get into that. Um, if I'm remembering correctly, what was the song I was listening to? I'm pretty sure I've got a screenshot here again of it. Don't cling to life. Um. Was a was a good one by them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd be I'd be up for popping my head in for a bit of them. Other than Absolutely. that, Declan Welsh and the Decadent West have they came up in our podcast? Yeah, one of Jim's picks. I'm pretty sure was that the guy that I slated. I think it might have been on the before the podcast. You know that. You know what? That you might be right with that. Yeah, because I got confused between Declan Welsh and Decky McKenna for a while because they're both. Mm. Their 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 names are both Declan. <laughs> I Can't have Dec- two Declans. <laughs> I think I genuinely really like Declan Welsh, but it's just the song that at least the song that we listened to. I've heard a couple of songs now, uh, a couple of other songs now, and I've actually quite enjoyed a lot of it. But the one that was put up, the lyrics were basic for the second verse onwards, and uh, I've got a golden rule that. If I could write better lyrics, you're doing something wrong. Is is right, you know. That was the song uh, "Useless" that Jim put up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but interesting. One of the the first one that's came up from the old podcast, mm-hmm. uh, from our playlists for the podcast. So that would be. I'd pop my head in again. Um, this this headliner Becky Hill, uh, she's a little bit too dancey for me. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit too. I mean, it's okay, but it was not my. It wasn't as much my thing. And nothing wrong with them, just not not as much my thing as some of the other artists that are on that day. Mm -hmm. Do you know where Becky Hill is famous from? No. She was on The Voice, and I feel like that's quite cool because not many people with voice have made an impact. But her voice alone is so good that I would I would maybe see her for that. Mm. She has gone through. Mm. A dancey or pop route, but her voice is really cool. Hmm. There you go. King Tut's, yeah, not as exciting as the river stage. No. Really, but welcome to the main stage of Saturday, the 11th of September at Transmit. We start off with Nathan Evans. Any clue? Yes. Louise just just did a little research on Nathan Evans because she did note that we actually do know everyone else on the main stage. Oh, Nice, yeah. Nathan, Nathan Evans helped create the new version of that Weatherman song. Can the, the the sea shanty that was going about not too long ago? It was a viral TikTok song. You you got the wrong crowd in this room, mate. For a viral <laughs> TikTok song. Do you, do you remember when this she the sea shanty? I can't fucking talk. The the sea shanties were going about all over the place. Everyone was singing about sea shanties. Did you miss this, by the way? Because this would have been right up your street to go. Yeah, I missed. I missed all of it. I was too busy listening to "Chicken on a Raft" by myself at a corner. 
there there, there was sea shanties on that should the radio. Be a lyric. Sorry, that should be a lyric from Chicken, Chicken on a Raft by Myself in a Corner. Oh, what a terrible <laughs> sight to see. Carry on, sorry. Um, yeah, no, sea shanties were a big thing for a, a period of time there. Like, they were getting played on the, like, capital radio and shit. Wow, I was cool before. I was, I was in with a <laughs> phenomenon before it got phenomenonized. <laughs> Let's move on. Vistas. Liam, take it away. You put them in the podcast. You speak about them. I fucking love these guys. These are. This is an Edinburgh band. Their first gig that they ever played was at Bannerman's, and they were doing pretty well as like a kind of underground kind of Edinburgh band. Um, but over the last week while, they've just blown up. They've had. Not one, but two releases on Bod Records. One mm. of which was all their previous songs that had never been released on physical media before, released as a vinyl. And the newest one, which is their third album, I think it's the third album, could be second album, could be sophomore, that is now getting released as a pop-up vinyl. But in that time, they have just gone fucking wild. This has all it been in like the last two up. years or something. Blown up like over this. lockdown, really? yeah. Um, actually we've got tickets for them next year I think as well mm. um, which will be awesome but I'm very excited to see them because they are just fun they're energetic and just a wee great wee indie pop band they are really good I really like them what's a song you'd recommend for them? there's actually there's one that I've been listening to which I always think it's called Parallel Lines but it's not it is Dayglow which is off their new album Okay. And it is so so fucking catchy, and it's so it just makes you feel good when you listen to it. Yeah, Vistas have an interesting sound where every time I listen to them, I get into them more. Like it's infectious. <laughs> it's it's brilliant. It's very yeah. They're when I first listened to them, I enjoyed them. Now I'd go and see them, and I yeah. am going to see them. So it's lovely. Next, Sea Girls. You have Seagirls. to feel this one again. <laughs> sea Girls is another band that we got into over lockdown. Uh, I don't know. Have you listened to many Sea Girls songs? I listened know? to. They played Benny one year. Yeah, that's that's when I first got into them. Again, it was mm-hmm. Michael that had been playing them on repeat. Uh, in fact, your uncle Derek, he's very big into Sea Girls as well. Yeah, slightly. Um, they they used to be slightly on the poppy side for me. Mm. But I think they've it's it's been toned down a bit in their last because I was listening to some sort or maybe from doing this podcast I've just got a tolerance for any sort of music these days. So it's like... <laughs> um, I do I know I get I get what you mean. Where I wasn't sure if I loved them to start with uh, because they were on that kind of poppy side. But every single song that I know by them I absolutely adore. And yeah. again, very catchy, very energetic. Um, and again, got tickets to see them next year. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, for them, I think you know what. So there's three. The top three songs of Spotify. Listen to any of those. That's all I want to hear you say. Which is the first song that I remembered listening to. Um, Call me out, which is an absolute banger. But the one that's really stuck in my head now is Do You Really Want to Know? That is the the catchiest one out of all three, and I think that's actually on this Daily Mix playlist as well. Yeah, I, I I've listened to a couple of them when I've been listening to James's playlist and the official transmit one, uh, which is obviously the partner playlist to us, the official transmit podcast. If I say it enough times, it becomes true. 
So <laughs> I, I really, yeah, no, I'm, I'm down to see them, see what they're like. Uh, I wasn't too keen on them when we were last going, but they've grown, grown on me. Picture this. Any, any idea on that? I don't really know them. They put up James put up a couple of their songs. Mm-hmm. What big Irish band? But uh, yeah, I think they are. They have went on the side a bit too poppy for my liking. Can personally. I actually pass this one off on to Louise because it is one of Louise's bands? Hello, listeners, just turning it again. <laughs> um, yeah, I really Over. like Petra this, but they're 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 kind of like Seagulls and Vistas, but they're maybe a wee bit like cheesier. Yeah. But I do like their lyrics and stuff, but I do mm. really like them. Take My Hand, which is quite an old song now, came out in 2017, is just a really nice, like, cheesy, like, you have a crush on a girl song. And then there's, like, the Modern Love album, which came out in 2019, which is maybe a wee bit more popular, actually. It's probably a bit more developed. Yeah, I like them. They're catchy and they're fun. I don't think they're supposed to be taken too seriously. Sounds interesting. Yeah, I listened to a couple of their songs. I didn't. I can't say I got into them, mm-hmm. but uh, again, I'd go and go and catch a bit of it. KSI. Again, we spoke about this last week because I thought he was playing on the Friday. <laughs> but yeah, I would like to go see KSI at least for a couple songs, purely just so that I can say that I've seen KSI. KSI. I was about to say Kisei. Kisei, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, not entirely my vibe, but you know what? I reckon it'll be a bit of fun. However, that will also be my going to get pint times. Yeah, I think if there's a point in the main stage set, well, it depends. You don't know picture of this, but you might be a massive fan of KSI. But, you know, try new things as well. Uh, go in between both of them, maybe, so you get a little flash of both would be the best way to do it because the main stage is a pretty solid lineup and the river stage if nothing else as well as king tut's got a few but the river stage is looking pretty damn pretty damn good for this day i yeah. i i have no interest in seeing ksi personally yeah. like that's just not it's not me a couple of songs came up on the on the old spotify and yeah skip within 10 seconds i wasn't yeah. i wasn't having it but we're about to move on to the band I have seen more than any other band, probably. I reckon I've seen Twin Atlantic well into the double digits. When mm-hmm. I was a young boy, I saw them quite a lot. They were one of the first bands that I actively tried to see every time they toured. So last time I saw them was one of the last gigs I went to before COVID with uh, my main man Liam up there. Yeah, uh, that was uh, pretty fucking uh, surreal, to be honest. Mm, in a small venue with like 50 folk in it seeing Twin Atlantic and compared to this where they're going to have thousands upon thousands it's it's an interesting difference but um, I actually looked at the capacity uh, for some research uh, the other day and Transmit is sitting at 50,000 so a little bit more than 500 (laughs) yeah it's 500 times 100 essentially yes well, literally, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is what it is. <laughs> Twin Atlantic, what would you call them? I don't know. Alt indie rock pop. Probably they've yeah. been through they've been through iterations. Their first album's definitely their strongest material, I reckon. Ah, uh, what Vivarium? Yeah, well, Vivarium's got some amazing shit on it. I'm turning into John Wayne. Is a fucking tune, uh, yeah. and their second album, Free, as well, is. Uh, 
Yeah, absolutely. Bloody Make a Beast of Myself is a top tune. Make a Beast of Myself also appears in that daily mix. As nice. does um, I Am an Animal, which is a song that I didn't actually really vibe with when it came out. But over the last wee while, I've been listening to that on repeat. When I first saw Twin at Bella. Mm-hmm. I remember going and standing at the back of the stage going, ah, we'll go and see them. And the year before at Belladrum, they caused a riot in the seedling stage, like one of the small stages. Really? So they, uh, all the audience had to sit down. And for the rest of the gig, everyone had to sit down because they were causing too much shit, which is amazing because, you know, five years later, they released uh, Heart and Soul with Brothers and Sisters. Like, it's, it's a totally different vibe they went to, which comes with the popularity and all that, I get. And, they, you know, bands need to evolve. They're not as angsty teenagers anymore. Yeah. They're growing up. They've got the new song out, Bang the Gong, which is okay. I've not listened to it yet. I've heard good things. Their last album, Power, was a definite return to form, I thought. Yeah. Like, I really like their last album. And I, I, we've said quite a few songs. I couldn't recommend them enough. I think they are... They put on a show as well. They're really good live. I've seen yep. them headline a couple of times at Belladrum and at the King Tut's in T one time that was fucking unbelievable when they headlined that. It was so cool. Actually, I saw them at the Ironworks in Inverness and I also saw them, is it down somewhere near Keith, maybe? But it was like a tiny, tiny wee venue and actually me and my pal caught them out the back and we'd seen them at Leeds Festival that year as well. We are just like, mate, it's been fucking we've seen you all over this year uh, and he's just like what you've been following us about and I was just like no <laughs> no not been following you about keen keen I'm not too keen to speak about these guys well I mean you did already that's your one of your festival bands <laughs> they are one of my festival bands and I really I think keen do a smashing job live I would I would like to see everybody's changing because I've had a long history with this song where I always thought it was Muse because there's a song by Muse that has got the same chord progression. That is, that's just as bad as me thinking that Queens of the Stone Age song was Muse. <laughs> no, I'm not. Why is every? Why do we all just go to Muse? Like, <laughs> who's that? It must be Muse. Was there a two-year no. period where everything that got released was but just Muse? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not joking. I can't remember what song it is, but oh wait, no, actually I do. Is it a Starlight by Muse? Yeah, those two songs for years. I thought they were the same song. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it was only last year when it was uh, playing, uh, Keen was playing at work on the radio, and I shazammed it, and I was just like, whoa, what's going on here? So I would I would like to see Keen for that one song. However, um, I also need to accommodate the fact that Louise would like to say baby, see Baby Queen, so if Baby Queen is on at the same time as Keen, I'll have to pass up. Well, as as the official podcast of Transmit, I think we have a bit of leeway to decide the lineup. So, <laughs> we'll 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 give Jeff slash Joff uh, a shout. I'll give him a shout. See what he says. <laughs> uh, I, I've seen Keen a few times, and they are quite good live. Um, everybody's shaming. I love the song "Sovereign Like Cafe." I mm-hmm. think that's a great song. Just catchy, catchy, poppy. Not not special, but good. Yeah is sort of how it but you know good on them that sounded very patronising I didn't mean that Keen I apologise if you'd like to come on the podcast Keen we'll be more than happy to have you hi we're Keen Primal Scream Primal fucking Scream legendary Scottish band they're absolutely amazing I've seen them live 
They're fucking great. Jim's done a massive feature on the podcast about them before. Good old Scottish band. They've headlined Bella. And I will always remember their song Rocks. Me and my pal Drew. Shouts Drew. Uh, We were in the field in Cove. And we just listened to that song. Like 50 times in a row. Jumped about like daft is. So that's all you needed to do when you were younger. <laughs> Got the iPod out, couple of headphones in, because no speakers on it, Ken. Buff your headphones in, one each, jump about, get your rocks off. For a while I thought I said get your socks off. Um, then found out it was rocks, because it cost me a good few pair of socks over the years, Liam, let me tell you. But it's a very good band. If Primal Scream are going to finish with Moving On Up, Rocks and Country Girl, all of which are fucking insanely good songs. <laughs> and they've got a back catalogue. They're the band that you're going to go and you're going to like listen to them if you've never really heard of them before and go, I like this song. You know, like, oh, that's this one. That's them. No way. <laughs> that's what's going to happen when you see them. Well, and that's my bit. I, I I don't know if you remember, but uh, Jim's song that he put up by Primal Scream, I didn't really get on with. But since then, I have heard another couple songs and I think that this is the band, the the band that I don't know very well that I, is my, this is what's happening this weekend kind of band. Yeah. That's the yeah. that's the one that I want to catch the entire set from. Yeah, no, definitely worth it. And if I'm perfectly honest, in my ideal scenario, I think they'd be a better headliner. But Liam Gallagher as well is uh, obvious. He's you. You can't really put Liam Gallagher anywhere other than a headliner as well. Well, I don't. I don't think his uh, agent would let you. No, no. And uh, so Liam Gallagher, without Jim here, we can talk about Liam Gallagher, the more talented of the Gallagher brothers. I mean, for sure, that is an understatement. <laughs> F- I mean, the fact Liam 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 Gallagher, right? Mm-hmm. He can sing. He can sing the songs. And still, just still be one of the main guys in Oasis. <laughs> well, I'll tell I'll tell you now, Dougal, What you've got to what you, the the perspective that you need to think about Liam Gallagher is that Liam Gallagher's music that he's releasing that he is releasing is improving. It is getting better. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's there's no downward slope for Liam Gallagher. He is only he is only getting better. And when you compare that to Noel, who has begun to go into decline, which which side which side of the Gallagher's do you want to be on? The one that's going up or the one that's going down? Oh, the upward spiral every day of the week, mate. <laughs> every day of the week. I mean, this is the this is the problem seeing one of the Gallagher brothers, though, because I know it's never going to happen. But if there's ever a time for an Oasis revival. It is most certainly when COVID's chucked out gigs for a year and a half and they're both skint. <laughs> so there's there's always, every time you go and see them and they're headlining somewhere like T or uh, Transmit now, it's just that feeling like, but no could show up though. <laughs> no could show up. I'll be sitting there right till the end going, no could show up, you know. The, 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 you know, no could show up. The, the fact that Benny, when... Noel came on with gorillas and squashed that beef with Damon Albarn. Yeah, yeah, Damon Albarn and Noel same. But I, this is this is I, I'm kind of excited to see Liam Gallagher because I've not seen I've seen Noel a few times, but I've never really caught Liam. No, we did. Uh, the caught, year we of Benny, Liam, 
Did you not? No, the year of Benny when he played uh, I Caught the Last Song by the time we got in. Oh. Um, yeah, because Liam Gallagher was about the third or fourth band we really wanted to see that day, so we eventually made it in for his last song. <laughs> and then carried on. Yeah, I uh, Liam Gallagher's good, and he's going to play some Oasis tunes, which will get the fans going, which is always good fun as well. Yeah. And his new, his new, I mean, what is it? Wall of Glass is quite a good tune. Mm-hmm. Uh, I quite like that one. He's got, he's got some good tunes that he's done um, that someone's written for him, so that's nice. I really liked his uh, Christmas one. What was his Christmas one? Uh, he, uh, dream, it's no dreaming of another world. Cause, yeah, so basically, he had released this song round about Christmas, and he was on Graham Norton, and Graham Norton's just like, how is it like putting out like a, a Christmas song? And he's just like, a Christmas song? Well, I mean, I suppose it was released around Christmas, so I guess you could call it that. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah, uh, For What Is Worth off his first album, I quite like. Mm. But yeah, he's y- you got to see him. Yeah. Ooh, yes. All you're dreaming of. All you're dreaming of, right? Yeah. And he'll play Wonderwall, so folk are gonna be happy. Do you have your recommendation out with the headliner for Saturday, Liam? You know what? Potentially, Vistas. To be honest, I think they've impacted my music taste over the last year so much that I don't think there'd be anyone else that I could. Yeah. No, Vistas definitely. Nice one. I'm going for Spires. Nice. Because I've really enjoyed them. So, oh, I am excited for Sunday already just by what I see. River stage on the Sunday. To be fair, I think Saturday's stronger than I ever thought it was. Yep, I think um, so. Actually looking into it now, I think it's probably the strongest day. But there's a couple on the old Sunday that are quite exciting. Um, River stage, anyone you want to give a, give a shout to? To be honest, I think your band I don't, I, I, I don't know if you want to introduce them I will yeah um, yeah so band called Pip Blom they are a Dutch band and I saw them I've said it on the podcast we spoke about them on the podcast yep saw them when uh, we were when I was uh, working at the caves in Edinburgh and I love them they've got a Courtney Barnett vibe sort of proper indie punky rock sort of stuff um, their song Daddy Issues and Ruby would be two that I'd recommend they're amazing um, totally my pick of this day mm-hmm. of a band that aren't the leads to watch is uh, Pip Blom 100% uh, absolutely adore them they're really good live as well and they've just got a really cool sound I'm uh, worried how late on they are but so th- this was saying something Louise mentioned earlier about I think this is off off recording, but the the riverside the the river stage actually does end mm-hmm. before the main acts at the end of the day, Excellent. or at least it used to. She's saying the times that she's been there, they've ended the river stage earlier because you're obviously mm-hmm. not wanting to miss the main bands. Uh, so there's definitely a chance that, to be honest, probably Snow Patrol. Pit Blom are probably going to be finished before Snow Patrol. That's good. Uh, hopefully they don't clash with anyone else that we'll swap, swap about and speak about later. Mm-hmm. Um, as well, on the River stage, there's not much else. Pit Blom also repping the old podcast, uh, before the podcast playlist, which is quite nice. Yeah. And Vukovi as well are kind of a weird band that I quite liked. I listened to their song La Di Da, which was quite <laughs> good. Yeah, they're, they're interesting, but I quite liked it. A bit off the wall. 
let's say. Yeah. I have just looked at uh, St. Thinks, who are playing on the Sunday at the River Stage, and their influences. Ooh, hello. That's that's right down your street, mate. Why no? <laughs> what, Imagination Dragons and 21 Pilots? Don't you like that shit? I mean, I like 21 Pilots, but Imagine, uh, ima- imagine, imagine Dragons... Imagination Dragons. No, Imagine Dragons. Absolutely fucking not. Imagination Dragons. No, we were round playing. What was that? A Beat Saber at Louise's, uh, Louise and mine pal's house, and one of the packs they bought were Imagine Dragons. And I don't know. I just. I think I used to like them when I was younger, when I was in high school. But it just. I think. I think everyone did. I think their fan base grows out of touch when it becomes twenty. When they become twenty. Really. Yeah. 21 Pilots, you know what, I do actually like, and I I think that 21 Pilots have had a, this is nothing to do with what we're actually talking about now, but I'm going to, I'm going to say it anyway. I think 21 Pilots fan base have been given a bit, uh, a bit of shit because of their newer kind of style of music, but their, their actual acoustic tracks that they do out with the kind of dancier stuff are actually really good. There's a, there's a song called Truce, and that is one of my favourite songs ever. Nice. It's by 21 Pilots. But yeah, absolutely That's nothing good. to fucking do with tra- uh, transmit. So you can cut that out if you want. No, let's let's <laughs> carry on. Uh, yeah, I the river stage isn't as there's not as much that I'm excited about. But yeah. again, Pip Blom, Ace, Vukovi, interesting, mm-hmm. worth a punt to pop your head in to have a look and go and see Pip Blom because they are they are sweet as fuck. I'm hoping that nothing <laughs> clashes with them. I would like to see them. Yeah, really enjoy it. Um, King Tuts. King Tuts. Again, the first one that I see on there that I have any clue about is one of yours. Cool. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you right there and backtrack to to Tamzine. Oh, really? This first one, because there's a song accidentally told you that I listened to, and her voice, mm hmm, mm-hmm. sort of got uh, it's sort of, if I'm remembering correctly, it's uh, giving me all Macy Gray vibes up here. And I'm all, I'm down for that more than life itself. Right, so Sunday so, we'll be going an hour away then. Yeah, just to catch a bit of her. I don't, I don't like, I don't know how the rest of her stuff is, but uh, she's an R1, sort of similar to Spires that I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to have a look and see what else they've done. But yeah, other, other than that, uh, the next one that comes to mind would be Koala. Mm-hmm. who I put on the Before the Podcast playlist. But yeah, really, really good vibes on Koala. Uh, Wash Away the Wild is an absolute tune. I don't know how to describe their music, actually. It's sort of... The word that's coming to mind is visceral, and that doesn't describe it at all. Uh, <laughs> so he's got a good voice, really nice voice, really sound... It's smooth, very smooth music. Mm-hmm. Nice sort of, yeah, finger-picking and some nice drum beats in there. I enjoy it. Yeah, again, it, it came from you uh, putting them up on the uh, on the playlist. Um, yeah, no, definitely that's somewhere that uh, someone that I'd want to go check out. Yeah, I think I think this is the thing as well. Like we're tra- transmit and festivals in general, they are like a big event, they're a big experience. But one of the things that I've missed personally is going and just seeing random bands. And that's not, yeah, totally. it's not kind of, we're not able to do that yet for people's own gigs. So this is going to be the perfect opportunity just to wander about, see random people. You kind of said that that's what you like doing mm-hmm. anyway. 
uh, yeah. in between your main ones but that bands like Kawawa bands like Pip Bomb and that if I don't get to see their full gigs I do want to just kind of pop down and see them yeah. Tamzine as well like yeah definitely man no I totally agree with you um, Ash you have something to say about Ash don't you yeah I love Ash that was uh, it was my mum that kind of got me into Ash and I think it was Rock Nest potentially the last time that I saw them so I must have been about 17, 18 and yeah I just I just want to go back because what's their songs again I've no listened to them in fucking ages I just absolutely love them I remember I know they've been Ash have been going for what 20 odd years yeah they've been going for fucking ages while you're while you're getting that up uh, just to sort of round off the King Tuts before we go back to yeah. Ash there's obviously Tom O'Dell as well who I know very little about but he's quite hyped and you know I, I don't I don't I've not listened to any of his stuff I've not heard it coming up on any of the playlists yet but just a bloke with a piano basically isn't he yeah, yeah. he does some does some interesting songs from what I've heard because I've never actually listened to him <laughs> but I feel like I'd like him I feel like he's my sort of band you'll know, but I don't know you'll know another love like on another love all my have been used to... That's Tom O'Dell. Yeah, chuff, that's recorded. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he sings. Yes, I know. I've, I've definitely heard his songs and I'd be interested to pop my head in, like I say, but I'm not uh, I'm not going to make way for it when Chemical Brothers are on. Yeah. Um, Girl from Mars and the one that I, that I really know is uh, Burn Baby Burn. Not Disco Inferno. No, not not the same one. <laughs> not not the Shrek one. I implore you, listen to a few Ash's top top hits, and you will know quite a lot of them. Sorry, I know we've almost moved on, but I need to give a shout out to Joseph because a girl from my uni like grew up with them and still like lives with them, but they've moved down to London or something now, and it's been really cool to watch her like talk about him and how much he just blew mm. up. Like he's really. He's grown a big fan base in like the past like couple of years and obviously she's like one of his closest friends. And then even on my birthday this year, I played The Sun Is Up Forever every five minutes. I was so drunk and I was like, play The Sun Is Up Forever, play it. Because it's such, it's, he's got such a good vibe to him. Like it's such summer, chill. There's nothing too scary about it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's all just nice, chill vibes. Yeah, his, uh, his song on the Transmit playlist was Come Down. And I mm. listened to that and screenshotted it, so I think I enjoyed it. Yeah, I'd, I'd give that a bash as well, actually. That sounds quite cool. Let's crack on to the main stage on the last day of Transmit. By this time, we're all, much like doing this podcast, we know we're near the end. It's a bit sad, bit of joy as well, knowing you're going to get a good night's sleep and no one's going to force you to drink a beer, Liam. <laughs> so it'll be lovely and let's start off with a band that I know nothing about Lyra any ideas? so she's on the rise I worked with Kate Bush Coldplay and Aurora which is quite cool I like Aurora she's very good yeah yeah Jess Glynn Dermot <coughs> Kennedy is coming up later interesting yeah I know nothing about her but Formed on Ireland's Got Talent and Dancing with the Stars and I don't know what featured in Massive US TV hit um, Grey's Anatomy but something did. I, I'm assuming it was her music and not her. 
Well, Lyra, if you're listening, I'm so sorry we don't have more to say on you. Because <laughs> I, I, I'm stuck for the first three of the main <laughs> stage I don't know much about. Yeah. We got Ella Air next, who, again, I don't know much. I have heard of her. She's been out for a while. Well. And she's uh, she released Answer Foam with production duo Banks and Ranks featuring Yixing Bane, which is nice. <laughs> now, now, then we've got J1, who originally rapped as Young J. So Young J and Young Bane, they're also both. Yeah, no, but it's Yixing Bane, so I don't know what you're on about. <laughs> Yeah, he's got he's he was he, he delivers freestyles on popular UK video series Bull at Box and Hardest Out, which is nice. That's my bay. I don't think I'll be going to see J One. You know that? No, but that's good. Doesn't seem like my thing. I feel like the the fact that all three of those are in the morning means that we've got a little bit of time to kind of get ready on the Sunday because. Mm. Next up, well, I just yeah, I'm just looking at this because we've got, I think, oh no, we've got Tamzine. Well, that means that we can go see Tamzine if we get in early. Yeah, and then just chill out for a while. Yeah, go out for a bit and get prepared for Koala and the next one, which is he is the reason that we got tickets for Transmit. Mm. It's Declan yeah. McKenna. Woo! Yeah, absolutely. This this is the reason I wanted to go, because originally he he's touring the UK this year, but he didn't have anywhere up in Scotland apart from SWG three. Uh, so I was Bastard. so I was just like, you know what, fuck it, let's just go to Transmit, let's catch his set there. Absolutely, very excited for that. He has now released um, tickets for a gig at the Usher Hall in Edinburgh. That I don't think is Bastard. sold out yet. But, you know, it's, it's worked out because we're getting to go to Transmit. So that's... <laughs> yeah, no, Declan McKenna, definitely, he is the person I want to see and the person that... Well, you know what? Person and band, because his band that works with him are also equally fantastic. Mm. You can't take we away w- from them. What was it? Was it at a Transmit we watched one of his sets? No, it was Glastonbury when he won that competition. Glastonbury. Oh, it was. It sounded fantastic. If you've not listened to Declan McKenna, his new album Zeros is fucking awesome. Be an astronaut is an absolute tune. I just, I just think because he his first album is quite pop, uh, well indie pop, and it's got a lot of kind of the, the, you know what? There's a lot of chart influences in there and amongst his actual musical kind of stylings. But he's then taken that and worked that into his own kind of sound. And for Zeros, he then took influences from David Bowie, from uh, Talking Heads and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Rolling Stones a wee bit as well. And has taken all these influences and making his own thing out of it. And it works. There's nothing... It's... It, yeah. Yeah. You've, yeah. You've got to give yeah. it to him that everything that him and his band do works it's it's almost a new wave of psychedelic sort of pop coming in Mm. and it's it's very well done you can't take that away from the boy i've listened to everything he's done now i really enjoy i think he should be further up this list of of people on the sunday to be perfectly honest um let's move on declan mckenna if you don't know who he is you won't be disappointed if you go and check him out yeah absolutely amy mcdonald (laughs) 
Amy McDonald. Funny old, funny old artist, Amy McDonald. I've seen Amy McDonald once. Mm-hmm. Saw her at Belladrum. And it might it might have been an off day it might have been the way she was doing it but it was one of the dullest gigs i've ever been to she talked relentlessly for the hour and a half it was like eight minute stories in between songs and i don't know what was going on because i've heard people have went to see her and like absolutely loved it but for me i was like can you can you just play a song i don't care like it's interesting to hear how you've written a song don't get me wrong and when she played she was very good but there was a bit too much like talk in between it but yeah amy mcdonald's like a classic scottish artist these days no yeah no absolutely you got it everyone knows this is the life i do i do feel like yeah she's a household name so it'd be nice to go see her it's like it's like you're talking about going to visit your gran i I do think that's the thing though i think that it's a artist that my gran would say oh by the way are you gonna go see amy mcdonald (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah but she's not that old like yeah uh, I mean, she's she's you know <laughs> well let's move on to old uh dermot kennedy he's been rising up in the charts recently he's been doing all right yeah i uh his song outnumbered i really like mm-hmm. it's got that sort of it's proper it's again it's right down alternative indie sort of stuff yeah I'm in. I'm in from the get-go. I'm not worried about seeing the whole set. Yeah. But I'd love to catch a bit of Dermot Kennedy. Yeah. Outnumbered, reached the top 10 in the UK chart. Yeah, he won Best International Male Solo Artist at this year's Brit Awards. Really? Wow. I didn't know that. No, I do. He's He's been doing quite well. Uh, and James and Michael, are, uh, your cousins, are big fans. Um, There was actually... That that Giants song that came out, I really liked that as well. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting one. I think Dermot Kennedy's definitely came under the radar for myself anyway, because I've never heard of him until this playlist. But apparently, yeah. he's done. He's uh, done quite well. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Give him. I'll give him a shot. Definitely. Before we move on to the big bad. The uh, the old Snow Patrol. Snow Patrol. Snow Patrol. Snow Patrol. The other band I saw at Bell Houston Park. What a great gig that was, by the way. Started off with Frightened Rabbit, then you had Band of Horses, then you had The Editors, and then finished off with Snow Patrol. I mean, like, that, that just sounds fucking, fucking unreal. That was solid as anything. Um, I, I love Snow Patrol. Say what you want. We can, we're all sick of chasing cars. We've all been sick of it since 2007. But... Their first album, with the likes of, like, Chocolate and Run and shit on it, they're fucking great songs. Their latest album, I'll just find what it was called, because I listened to it, it came out in 2018, Wilderness. I really, I couldn't tell you any of the songs on it that I really liked, but I really enjoyed it. Mm. I think they've got a lot of, they've got a lot of good stuff, Snow Patrol, and I think they are over, they're, they're looked over sometimes, because yeah, everyone knows them, because they did that they did that car that they, they did that song about ch- the cars and all that i think i think snow patrol uh, snow patrol for me snow patrol snow patrol <laughs> um snow patrol for me is going to be in the same vein of when i saw stereophonics a couple years ago where never really been into them never really listened to them in depth but when i went to go see see them 
well, when I went to go see Stereophonics, I was just like, this is a fucking amazing gig. Everything that everyone's always said about them live is completely correct. It's, yeah, yeah, your entire... I think I've only seen Snow Patrol once, maybe twice. But, yeah, Gary Lightbody knows how to put on a show. To be honest, when Chasing Cars come on and you've got 50,000 people singing along together with it, it's quite magical. It broke this fool's heart. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Cannot wait. That's going to be awesome. I remember, actually, I was going out with a girl back in Aberdeen at that time and I called her when when it played. I was like, what, 2010, 2009 or something and had the phone up. It was a flip phone had it up to the crowd like oh yeah as we're all singing chasing cars all romantic and stuff so the only other thing I would add about Snow Patrol is that obviously chasing cars is like played to death but then what was the other you said run that was also really good but then Le- Leona Lewis released it as her winning song for X Factor whatever it was she was oh. on and that killed it because it was a good song and then it became the Leona Lewis song and she changed the name of it as well so it wasn't run anymore yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so I do feel like they've had a bad time <laughs> yeah if there's it. if there's one thing we don't recommend in this the official transmit podcast it's the x factor it's died now and we're all happy for it <laughs> So let's go to the main act, the closer of Transmit 2021, the first festival I've been to in two years, which is heartbreaking and exciting all at the same time, the Chemical Brothers. I'm dead excited for the Chemical Brothers. It's going to be fucking mental. It's going to be so good. Like this sort of, the electronic music that sort of, you know, persevered in the 90s and early 2000s, that Chemical Brothers, that Fat Boy Slim sort of sound, I fucking adore and it just it does bring me back to it gives me that childhood vibe yeah you know like it just brings me right back when you get uh you know what does it push the button yeah it's i you're right you're completely right it's gonna be i mean i remember chemical brothers back when they were like galvanized yeah that that was always on the music channels like watching a music video for that was always like a kind of like a step away from what i would normally listen to but i always loved it so that is going to be that's going to be something else seeing that yeah. Seen them live. Hey boy, hey girl is the other song that's fucking great. Mm. You won't recognise it much from the title, but as soon as the song starts playing, you're like, ah, yeah, this is great. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, it's the it's the closer. It's got to be a good one, and I reckon they're gonna do a good show. Yeah. Uh, this is this is gonna be a cunt edit. This is three hours we've been recording now. <laughs> Classic. Old times. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm dead excited. I can't wait. I can't wait to go on Pump now as well, that we've been speaking about it. <laughs> if anything, yeah, this has just made us more excited. <laughs> yeah, man. See if see if there's a positive PCR test in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be fucking with it. <laughs> the thing is as well, though, we've not spoke about this on, on here yet, but we've actually got a pre-gig for Transmit. Mm-hmm. The night before, at the same venue, down, down at Glasgow Greens, we're seeing Biffy Quiro with Youngblood, Porridge Radio, and Carter, isn't it? Frank Carter, Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. Yeah. So not only do we have the whole of Transmit, but we also have an extra gig with Biffy Quiro, my favorite band in the world, right before it. It's gonna be fucking insane. Yeah, man, it's gonna be a great weekend. Cannot fucking wait. <laughs> Hopefully. 
whoever's listening today is going to have a great time at Transmit. Hope you can all go, anyone who wants to. I'm going to make a wee playlist. I'm going to get Louise and Liam to send me through the songs they want to recommend to chuck on the playlist, and I'll chuck on some myself. So we can have a nice mix on there for you. If you'd like to find it, we're just tune a boot on the old uh, Spotify. I'll post links to the playlist on our socials, which you should follow. At real tuna underscore boot. And Facebook, just search tuna boot. Like, subscribe. If you're new to us, thank you for listening. We do stupid shit most weeks. This has been the most structured thing we've done in a while, which is why it's taken <laughs> fucking three hours to record two episodes. <laughs> Oh, it's been good. It's been a nice look into it. Hopefully you've maybe thought of a band that you weren't going to see that you can now go and see. If not, hopefully you've at least thought about when you're going to do your shit for the day and how much chewing gum you're going to have in the morning, eh? So, <laughs> if nothing else, we've done our job. Anything to add, Liam, before we sign off or Louise? Anything from you guys? I've been the audience. Am <laughs> I too early for your catchphrase? Yeah. <laughs> respect the rules still be safe when we're there yeah absolutely all that jazz yeah thanks for listening yeah. thanks for thanks for coming along on this wild journey yeah our stumble through transmit <laughs> thanks I, I've been Liam I've been Dougal and I've been the audience <laughs> Jim will probably be back next week good night good love good olives stay safe Bye. Bye. Okay. Done. Chinaboot. Skish, skish, <laughs> belush, motherfuckers. <laughs>